Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers. Go to jameshbrown.com. Well, we have points. The Thursday nighter, Washington got a field goal. Commanders lead the Bears 3-0 into the final 30 seconds. Bears are trying to drive here in the final few seconds of the half to maybe reply. They're on their about uh, their own 40 or 41, so they're still going to have to move the ball a little bit to have a kick. So 3 nothing. Commanders leading the Bears last 30 seconds of the first half on Thursday night football. They have 18 seconds left now. All right, so, well, exciting. It's close. Baseball today, Houston over Seattle 4-2. They lead the series two games to nothing. NHL this evening. The Flames game starting soon. That's their first game of the season against the Avalanche. Flames are here on Saturday to play the Oilers. 6.30 face-off show. The game will start at 8 o'clock. That's on Saturday. In the second period, Dallas leads Nashville 2-0. Rangers up 3-1 on the Wild. After two, Washington and the Maple Leafs in a 2-2 tie. Also after two, Panthers leading the Islanders 1-0. Late in the third, Buffalo with a 2-1 lead on Ottawa. Rasmus Dahlin, the go-ahead goal in that game. Four and a half minutes left in Philly. Flyers up 4-2 on the Devils. And about six and a half minutes left in Pittsburgh. It is 4-2 for the Penguins. They got three goals in the first five minutes and ten seconds of that game. They're out shooting the Coyotes 47-25, but uh, the Coyotes hanging around to at least try to stay in there until the end. That is your look at the scoreboard. You want to get in touch? The hotline is powered by CertainTeed, 780-496-0063. The pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed Pro all the way. You can follow me on Twitter at Reed Wilkins, R-E-I-D-W-I-L-K-I-N-S. And uh, the email is insidesports at 630ched.com. I always love getting an email because I don't get very many. Actually, that's not true. I get a lot that I would sometimes prefer not to get. Good old spam or whatever. Was this, is it still called spam, Kellen? Kellen went home. That's how interested he is in the show, everybody. He just left. You're on your own, Wilkins. Or this car peeling out of the parking lot. <laughs> All right. The, fun chat with the um, discussion about the most unselfish thing you can do for a teammate. And we were talking about with Evander Kane passing off to Connor McDavid for the empty there last night. I agree with a couple of people who called it, what if that had gone wrong? What if that gets intercepted? Uh, Quinn Hughes fires it up the other way. The Canucks score in the final 20 seconds. Absolutely, we'd be having another discussion. Um, I, I've, I've, Rob Brown always says this after games. It's not selfish to score an empty netter, even if you could have passed the puck to somebody, because your ultimate goal is to win the game, to end the game. They ultimately did that, and McDavid got the hat trick. So they get the team win and the individual milestone. So I said earlier, Rob Brown would have shot in that situation. Would have he if Mario Lemieux was the other guy on the ice <laughs> who needed a hat trick? Um, maybe not. 
maybe he would have passed it to Lemieux in that situation. And, you know, McDavid and uh, equivalent to the, the production that Lemieux and Gretzky had in their era. So anyway, fun, uh, fun topic. I like the stuff about the cycling. Uh, I like the stuff about the F1. I think the baseball discussion, while interesting, probably didn't fit in quite as much. But uh, yeah, I don't. I, I don't know if there because the, an empty net is very unique in hockey. You don't see. I mean, in basketball, you don't pull your goalie. There are blowouts where players might get points in garbage time, and players might set them up. But it's not quite the same. The golf. The uh, the golf. I want to get back to that Ryder Cup. It's, I'd like that somebody brought that up. I th again, I don't think it's exactly the same category, but uh, I, I want to I get to that as we go along as well. Elks getting set to take on the Argos on Saturday, and I'm pleased to welcome back to Inside Sports Manny Arsenal. Manny, you're on with Reed. How are you doing? Man, I'm doing fine. Everything is okay. It's good to have you on the show again. Uh, I, you haven't played a game, I guess, I, I believe it was August 19th. Uh, I know it's frustrating for an athlete to go through that. How's the recovery been from the injury? Man, everything is going as planned. You know, um, the training staff and the strength coach, you know, everyone's played a role in getting me back to fully recovered and healthy. So, you know, um, I'm right on track. All right, is is this uh, you'll have to run, is this the longest you've been out with an injury, or what's the toughest thing you've had to fight through in your career? Man, I would say this is the longest I've been out with an injury that wasn't season ending. I would say it that way. Um, I didn't been nicked up before, you know, two three days off from practice. You plan that next week, but to be in season with the non-ending like non um, a season-ending injury. Um, yeah, this is the longest I've sat out and had to watch football. So I, I often ask injured players this question because I've got some interesting answers over the years. How do you compare yeah. the physical recovery with the the psychological difficulty of just not being able to participate and help your teammates? What's harder? Um, I think the part is not being out there to help your teammate. Um, for me, because my only reason being up in Canada is to be up here helping win games, being able to contribute, you know, being a mentor, being a leader, um, all those things. Um, that's what I signed up for. So not being out there with the boys, it's like, okay, <laughs> what's my purpose? And I think that's probably what I battle with most is not being out there playing and um, giving a helping hand. Yeah. Look, Manny, it's, it's been a tough season for the Elks. I, I think everybody knew coming in where, where the franchise was at, and there might be some, uh, some tough weeks. There, there's still the home losing streak to deal with. The team was formally uh, official, uh, officially eliminated from a playoff spot this past weekend. Um, but, but tell me about these, these final two games. I mean, as those athletes, you want to win, whether you're 16-0 or 0-16. You know, how's the attitude and focus on the team this week? Man, um, we came up here to win football games. Um, the Elks put us out there to, to get a job done, and, you know, that's to win. So I thank guys. I know 
for me personally, I can only speak for me, but I think I speak for most of the athletes is film is our resume. So whenever that, that whenever that camera is rolling, you have to put your best foot forward because, um, you know, in pro football, man, you basically auditioning to either keep your job or to get a job, whether it's for the organization you with or any other team that's across the league. So regardless of our situation, it's still strictly business and it's still games on the schedule. So that's no reason to, to check out mentally or physically. Um, we signed up for the 22 season. So that's what you have to play out, regardless if things are in your favor or not. That's what you signed up for as a professional athlete. So business is business as usual. So these final two games can possibly be the most important games for a lot of guys. This is going to determine their future because the roster will never be the same again, if you kind of know what I'm saying. The 23 team won't be the 22 team. And any guy that's wanting to move forward playing football, I think they need to take these final two games as um, – as a stepping stone into being able to, to do that move forward, being a professional athlete yeah. in the Canadian Football League. Yeah. Well, that's a great way to look at it. And a lot of times we, we might say for a team that goes year to year that you might say, well, they had a lot of continuity. There could still be a quarter of the roster that's changed, right? So I, I think that's, a, that's yeah. a really good way to look at it. Um, as you've sort of, you know, unfortunately been more of an observer over the last couple of months, you know, we both know there have been some tough games. Uh, are, are, are there any positive stories or, or individual story? I mean, I think Kevin Brown has played well. I think Salisbury, the returner, has shown some uh, spark. Dylan Mitchell in your receiving core has made some big plays. What, what have you seen where you think, look, these guys are, are maybe players that, that could be here a while and maybe help down the road? Yeah, you kind of named all that um, with what you just said of the guys. That's like newcomers and new faces. I think those guys have stepped up tremendously, but you can't overlook your veteran guys that's around there. Darrell Walker playing multiple positions, doing his thing. The O-line, the O-line playing a whole lot better. And we got Garnett that was one of the new tackles that came in as learning the CFL game with Ivy and the rest of those boys. That's playing well um, from an offensive standpoint. You know, in Salisbury, he didn't gave the special teams unit life. You know, that make Coach Shep happy. And now the defense, you got Jake playing lights out, McConzo at the sound position. Um, man, it, it's plenty of guys that's just playing some good football. Konar, for instance, man. Um, but it's a list of guys. Taylor, <laughs> you know. So it, it's the, the, the ingredients are there. It's just putting it all together. Um, and that way we could come out in the win column besides um, what took place this year. But I think the pieces to the puzzle are there. It's just we got to find a way to play together. And that's in all three phases, offense, defense, and, and special teams. And I think to start that, it would be this weekend, Saturday, when we play a Toronto team, trying to put the pieces together and, and play as one moving forward. And, and that's kind of how I look at it. But, like, the guys you named and some of the guys that was there, Kenny was playing outstanding to his injury happened. But um, we got the ballers. We got the talent. We have the guys. It's just putting it all together um, and being able to win football games. 
Manny Arsenault, Elks receiver, joining us then at Inside Sports. He's back in action on Saturday. Elks and Argos, Brickfield at Commonwealth Stadium. It's on Kissing Country, 103.9, 3.30 countdown to kickoff game at 5. Uh, Manny, I, I ran into you at the 3x3 event downtown in, uh, in the summer. And I, I believe you also attended uh, an Oil Kings game or two. Do you make an effort wherever you've, you've lived to get out and check out other sports going on in the city? Tell me about that. Yeah, that's very big because I'm big on um, relationships. Um, that's why I've always been an athlete that's been about the fans and, and letting them know that they play a role in what we do. But anytime I'm able to step out in the community and support, whether it's amateur, little league, you know, um, the pro level, um, I'm willing to get out there because that's what it's about. Um, when you're in the sports world or you're within the city and you have multiple teams, it should have those relationships. And, and it's all about getting the fans out to support the sports that's here, whether it's the Elks, the Oilers, the Oil Kings, the, the youth activities. Um, I'm just, I've just always been that kind of person that like to get out, show face, because at the end of the day, um, you're more than just an athlete. You know, you are, you are, I'm a man, I'm a person, a husband, a father, those things you name. So it'd be good just to interact with people because they never know who's behind the helmet. So whenever you can put a face with the name and get out and brighten someone's day, I'm all for that because that doesn't cost me anything. So I've always been that way. What's your favorite sport to watch other than football? Ah, uh, you know what? I'm kind of liking this. Uh, I kind of like, you know what? It's in between like baseball and hockey. But while being up here in Canada, I kind of like checking out the hockey. I was able to catch the preseason game. Then I seen the Oil Kings do some of their things. But um, it's just entertaining, man, just watching other sports and seeing how those folks have to perfect their craft and the work that goes in behind the scenes. I kind of relate to that. So just being out watching team sports, I, I kind of can watch anything. I can go watch bocce ball. It don't matter. So, yeah, I just like watching sports. <laughs> right on. That's all. Bocce ball's hard. I've played bocce ball. I couldn't do it properly. Properly. Man, it's, it's, it's great having you on the show. Uh, you've been on a couple times in the past. You're always very well-spoken and intelligent, which I, which I appreciate. And, hey, we know the team's having a, a bit of a tough year, but I wish you a good game on Saturday. And, of yeah. course, uh, we want to break that home field losing streak. So go get the Argos. Man, thanks a lot, man. Make sure everybody come out and support your Elks this weekend. We appreciate it. Right on. That is checking in on uh, Inside Sports. He's had a great career in the CFL. Uh, he was playing well for the Elks. I mean, he's a very uh, good receiver, very powerful runner who will just try to run through guys once he gets the ball. So I'm glad he's going to get in a couple games here before the end of the year. I just want to get to this too. So it's it's halftime now. It's 3 nothing. Washington leading Chicago Thursday night football. So when was there possibly a game that, well, we'll see what happens in the second half. It wasn't that long ago that a game ended 3-0. It was a Monday nighter, Dolphins at Steelers, November 26, 2007. That's not that long ago. Uh, I remember watching this game. It was, it's known as the Mud Bowl because it was rainy and the field was in horrible condition because they'd had some, I think they had some high school games at Heinz Field. So it ended 3-0 for the Steelers over the Dolphins. That, that was the Mud Bowl just uh, well, almost 15 years ago. So this one, well, we'll see. They're on pace to get six points, not three. We'll see what happens in the second half. It's Inside Sports on 630 Chet.
Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. Bowen Byram scoring a minute 39 into the game. Avalanche lead the Flames 1-0. The game now two and a half minutes old. A couple games have finished here. Penguins knocked off the Coyotes 6-2. Flyers beat the Devils 5-2. Sabres got uh, two in the final minute to finish off the Senators 4-1. Maple Leafs now leading the Capitals 3-2 with 13 minutes left. Giordano with the go-ahead goal in uh, that game. 7804960063. We've had uh, some good discussions tonight. Kellen, let's just get to a few more uh, messages here about uh, unselfish yeah. making sacrifices in sports. We did have a couple people bring up wrestling. Mm-hmm. We had a text. Drew Remendo went to it. We, we've been wrestling. He must we've, have been happy about that. We, we've been to the circuits of F1 this evening. Well, the we've F1's been the best yep. comparison, I think. For, uh, I think so, too. Yeah, that was so good. far. But uh, maybe one of these might change your mind here a little bit. We have an unknown text, or unnamed text, I should say, that's come in and says, in the NFL, they have left favorites. I'm not sure if he meant offensive line players or defensive line players. It's written defensive line players pounding one-yard TDs to pow- pad stats. Fridge, Warren, Sapp, and the bus all got a few free TDs. Uh, I think that's an interesting one. Yeah, I suppose you. Yeah, that's a. I, that's a. To me, that'd be one that'd be fun to sit and debate over a pint or something because you could argue. Well, the the run the regular running back is giving up a touchdown, but I would say that those touchdowns didn't only happen when the game was settled or almost settled. How many touchdowns the fridge got that year? I'm gonna look that up. Mm. William Perry was his name, right? Yes, William the Refrigerator Perry, who also made a wrestling appearance at WrestleMania. Oh, well, of course, and of course, you know that. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> uh, while you're doing that, I'll just read off another one here. Another unknown, or sorry, unnamed text, I should say, uh, stating last year Brady came back into the game to get Gronk his catches to reach his bonus. Okay, yeah, interesting one. Yeah, so you could be taking those away from other players. Sure. This one's from Jake in St. Albert. Hey, Reed, how about basketball? Easy basket, but pass it off so other player can get points. Yeah, I think that's that's one, and specifically in a blowout. And so, say I'm some scrub that I, you know, I don't even play every game, and I, you know, I, I get, you know, I, I play two out of every five games, and only when it's a blowout or someone needs a rest for 30 seconds, and I might. You know, I, I might be two for seven on the season with five rebounds halfway through the year. And I'm on a breakaway with Steph Curry, and he passes to me so I could get a layup. That, I think that would be kind of comparable to uh, an empty net goal in hockey. William the Refrigerator Perry. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. Well, this is interesting. According to this, he only had two touchdowns in his career. Hmm. I would have figured more, but there we go. Uh... In 1985, which is the year the Bears won the Super Bowl, he had five carries for seven yards and two touchdowns. So they must have put him in another short-yarded situations. Mm-hmm. And he had a catch for four yards, and I believe he scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl. 
Okay, there we go. Anyway, wow, we're going all over the place tonight. <laughs> uh, Mur- Murda Flames guy texts in. Oh, here's trouble. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, your flames are down one nothing. Mur, just saying. I'm uh, sure he knows. Thanks go. for trolling him, Kellen. Real classy, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> hey, what can I say? It's NHL season. It's it's back. We're all happy. So uh, he says blocking a hockey shot is pretty unselfish. I think. Uh, yes, I don't know if that's comparable to to an empty net type situation. But, yeah, there's a lot of unselfish plays in sports, but I'm talking about giving up a goal for an empty netter. Okay, the what did the, the one texture brought up, the Ryder Cup. That was the 1969 Ryder Cup. Okay. Oh, i got to correct myself earlier, too. There are 22 races currently in a Formula One season. I think I said 20. Right. Okay, so the 1969 Ryder Cup, Jack Nicklaus, Tony Jacklin. Jacklin had a three-footer on the last hole, and Nicholas conceded it. And I guess it was a tricky little three-footer, plus the pressure of the situation. Nicholas said, I don't think you would have missed it, but I wasn't going to give you the chance either. So that halved the match between Nicholas and Jacklin, which also meant the Ryder Cup was halved, 16-16. The rules were the team that had the Ryder Cup coming into the event kept it. So the United States kept it over, um, this was... Uh, I think it was just Great Britain and Ireland at this time. I don't think it was all of Europe yet. Um, so that that was that situation. So if, if Jacqueline had missed, then the U.S. would have won the cup outright. If he would have made it, it still would have been 16-16, and 16 and the Americans would have kept it. But the people who criticized Nicholas were saying, well, give him the chance to miss it, and then it doesn't say a tie, and we kept it. It says we actually outright won it. So anyway, that was an interesting suggestion from whoever wrote that in. Okay, well, that was a fun show. Tell you what, uh, Bob Stoffer's got Oilers now from noon to 2 tomorrow. I'll be back with Inside Sports from 6 to 8. We'll have the latest from Oilers practice. Luke Gazdick will join our lineup as a regular guest. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that Golden Bears football game. They're going to play at Commonwealth Stadium on Saturday against the Dinos at noon. Dave Campbell's the producer of the show. Kellen Kennedy, your studio producer. My name's Reed. Thanks for listening.